The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This past weekend, we were in Halifax, Nova Scotia, moving my oldest kid, Ellie, into her first apartment as she begins her sophomore year in college. She was moving in with her freshman roommate from the dorms, and so for two days, with two sets of parents and a U-Haul van, we set them up from scratch, turning a shabby basement apartment into a home. We got Ellie's things out of storage from a friend's basement. We went to all the secondhand shops looking for cheap furniture and housewares. And then we hit up that staple of young adult living, Ikea. We walked for seeming miles and miles through showroom after showroom along with hundreds of other college students and their parents. There were so many people, then there was so much that was out of stock that we had to make two trips to get everything we needed. Sadly, we did not have time to get the Swedish meatballs and lingonberries. Anyway, on this trip, we set a family record. In two days, we put together 10, count them, 10 IKEA items. My hands are still sore. I actually don't mind assembling IKEA furniture. I've had lots of experience with it over the years with the kids' rooms, but this was the highest number of items and the smallest amount of space in which I had to do it. The biggest challenge was the dresser, which I had to assemble in a small corner of Ellie's room that was barely big enough to fit it, and on top of a moving blanket to make sure that nothing got scratched. And it did not start well. First, I put the 10 drawer runners in the wrong direction and had to take them off and switch them around. And then I lost a screw. Now, IKEA doesn't give you extra hardware anymore, and I think that's one of the ways they let you know that you've done it right when everything has been used, along with the somewhat helpful instructional diagrams. So every piece is important and precious, and I lost one very particular type of screw, and I was seriously about to lose my stuff. I lifted up each piece of the dresser. I slowly peeled back the folds of the moving blanket one by one, trying not to freak out, trying to be patient, trying not to move too quickly for fear of kicking it across the room and into a vent. 
And there, finally, was the missing screw. I was so relieved. Even on such a small scale, the terrible feeling of losing something and then the elation of finding it again remained the same. And I realized in that moment that I was inside of a Bible story. Our gospel today about the lost sheep and the lost coin. And I didn't even realize that that was the first reading for my first Sunday back. But such is the work of the Holy Spirit. Lost and found. It's such an elemental thing. We all know what it's like to lose something and find it again. And we all know what it feels like to be lost and to be found. Our readings for today are all about people being found. In our gospel, the Pharisees, the religious legalists, criticized Jesus for eating with sinners. But Jesus explains that is who he came to save, people who were shunned and othered in their time. He tried to save the Pharisees from being lost in their own rigid religiosity and narrow understanding of faith. In Timothy, Paul talks about how he had been a Pharisee and one that persecuted Christians, lost in hate, prejudice, and violence, and how God in mercy sought him out, found him, and changed his heart on the road to Damascus. In Exodus, Moses intercedes for the Israelites who, while Moses was up on the mountain talking to God, decided to create a new god for themselves, a golden calf. They worshipped it and made sacrifices to it. They were lost in their desire for a quick fix to their problems, and they were willing to create their own god to get it. In our psalm, King David confesses his sin in taking Uriah the Hittite's wife, Bathsheba, for himself. David had seen Bathsheba and wanted her, so he sent her husband Uriah out to war. He ordered his generals to put Uriah on the front line and then to pull back so that he would be killed, all so that he could have Bathsheba. David was lost in lust, jealousy, and power. As we can see in these stories and we know from our own lives, there are all kinds of ways to get lost. Like the Pharisees, we too can get lost in legalism, in rules we create that are supposed to help us thrive, but wind up in trapping and hurting others. We get caught up in arguing about who is in and who is out, who is wrong and who is right. Like Paul, we get lost in anger and violence. Like David, we get lost in jealousy and power. We can get lost in fear, grief, despair, and shame. We feel lost when we find ourselves at a crossroads, searching for direction and purpose. We feel lost when we have lost someone we love. And at its worst, feeling lost feels like the cross, where we feel all alone and forsaken. In those times, we can find ourselves like that sheep, wandered off from the rest of the flock, our community untethered. Like the coin, we can find ourselves wedged into a crack in the floorboard, stuck, invisible, alone. But that is where God comes to find us. Pastor Emmy Kegler, who was one of the presenters in our recent mental health series, has written a book called One Coin Found, How God's Love Stretches to the Margins. And she says, we are lost and hungry sheep. We have gone unfed, walked without rest, been chased by wolves, and our friends and leaders did not see our pain. But God, in big and little ways, has donned a shepherd's cloak and come running after us. 
God, in big and little ways, has clambered over rocks and climbed down cliffs. God has found us hungrier and more hurt and terrified and cradled us close to say, no matter why you left or where you went, you are mine. She says that we too are lost and dusty coins. We have gone unnoticed, rusted from others' indifference, misspent and misused, and our friends and leaders did not see our neglect. But God, in big and little ways, has picked up a woman's broom and swept every corner of creation. God, in big and little ways, has tucked up her skirts and flattened herself on the floor, dug through dust bunnies, and checked every dress pocket. God has found us dustier and rustier and without any luster and held us up to the light to say, no matter how you rolled away or what corner you were dropped in, you are mine. She says, like the prodigal son, we have been unwanted, rejected, sent away with anger or with sadness at our rebellious streak. We have seen both glory and starvation, both beauty and pig pens, and we are coming home footsore and heartbroken. And before the words are out of our mouth, before our perfect speech is performed, God is cloaking our dirty shoulders in the best robe, slipping a ruby ring on our work-worn fingers cleaning off the pig slobber to slip sandals on our feet and declaring, I am so sorry you had to go, but I am eternally glad to have you back again. There is no place that is beyond God's power and God's love to find us and to bring us home. In his life and ministry, Jesus constantly sought out the lost of his time, the poor, the sick, the outcast, the hopeless, the forgotten, enemy and stranger alike. His passion for the lost took him into people's homes like Zacchaeus, the tax collector, to foreign lands like when he met the Samaritan woman at the well, to the pious in the synagogues, the masses in the markets, to the unclean in the cemeteries, and lepers on the outskirts of town. His quest for the lost took him from his home in Nazareth to Jerusalem and ultimately to the cross, where in his death and resurrection, he became the way home for all. Jesus seeks us out, finds us, and rejoices with the company of heaven when we are found. It is an amazing grace that seeks us and finds us in the darkest spaces and the hardest places in our lives and brings us home. It reminds me of that great song from the Broadway show, Dear Evan Hansen, called You Will Be Found which I'll close with. It goes, Have you ever felt like nobody was there? Have you ever felt forgotten in the middle of nowhere? Have you ever felt like you could disappear, like you could fall and no one would hear? Well, let that lonely feeling wash away. Maybe there's a reason to believe you'll be okay. Because when you don't feel strong enough to stand, you can reach, reach out your hand. And oh, someone will come running, and I know they'll take you home. Even when the dark comes crashing through, when you need a friend to carry you, and when you're broken on the ground, you will be found. So let the sun come streaming in, because you'll reach up and you'll rise again. Lift your head and look around. You will be found. If you are feeling lost in whatever way today, know that God is coming to find you. In fact, God has already found you. You just may not know it yet. God is there. 
God has sought you and found you and picked you up and dusted you off. God is rejoicing at your reunion and celebrating that you are once more at home in the heart of God. Amen.